Our next guest is the man whose office holds the money for the state. The ma- a man who could be holding money for you, unbeknownst to you, Illinois State Treasurer Michael Frericks, who has been elected to the office for over seven years, and sta- is the state's chief investment and banking officer. He invests money on behalf of the state and local units of government, managing $52 billion. Welcome to the show, Treasurer. How are you? Karen, it's a pleasure to be with you. I have a wonderful day. Uh, my daughter gave me a great Father's Day present. Oh, tell me what it is. Was it cash? <laughs> oh, my daughter gives me a great Father's Day present every day. Uh, she really enjoyed my life. She uh, gave me um, some shoes, but it was the card that she took and made herself and wrote out that was the uh, really special gift. Oh, so sweet. How old is she? Daughter is 13. She is blossoming into a beautiful, intelligent young woman, and it really is a pleasure every day. I tell people I have a a teenager, and eyes roll, and they warn me, uh, but I haven't experienced that. She really is uh, uh, first love of my life. Well, I love to hear that, and happy Father's Day to you and and to everyone. I've already done that and wished it, but I'm going to wish it again to everyone out there. Let's talk about this Treasurer's Office unclaimed funds. Uh, I get a lot of questions about this. I'm already getting some text about it. Um, and can you just tell our listeners briefly what is this fund and where do the money where do the monies come from that that belong to the citizens of uh, Illinois? Well, let me just first say this is one of my favorite parts of my job. It's like I get to play Santa Claus 365 days a year. We enforce a rule so simple you learned it in preschool. When you have something that belongs to someone else, you have to return it. And so this might be money from a last paycheck that you never collected. Uh, maybe you put down a deposit with a power company or the water company and you moved and never got your money back. Maybe you applied for a rebate or a refund and it was sent to the wrong address or it was thrown away thinking it was junk mail. This money still belongs to Illinois citizens and this is a consumer protection law trying to get that money back into their hands. It might also be because people tell me all the time, Karen, that I don't lose my money. I keep track of my money. and That may be true. But maybe someone listed you as the beneficiary of a life insurance policy, and you were unaware of it. And if you didn't claim it, that life insurance company for a long time made no efforts to pay it out to you. We fight with life insurance companies and have uncovered over $800 million in unpaid life insurance benefits that we're now getting back to people in Illinois. So you, I remember you have a few stories about interesting unclaimed funds. Can you give our listeners an example of something that was might be a little unusual? Well, I think some of my, my favorite stories are involved uh, unclaimed life insurance policy. You know, we called one woman and uh, said that we had to, she asked if she knew her father had a life insurance policy. She says, no, she had no idea, and we had $10,000 for her, and she starts bawling. And, you know, $10,000 is, is a good amount of money, but it's not going to be life-changing. And what we asked, uh, asked her why she was so emotional. She said, well, my father just, I just passed the 10-year anniversary of my father dying, and he was so important in my life that uh, I was just really sad. And when you told me that he took out a life insurance policy uh, after that experience, it was like he came, like an angel came down from heaven oh. and wrapped his rings around me, wings, wings, wings around me. And she said, I, I know that now even in death, my father is still looking out for me. And it just was a, was a great emotional story. Or, or the woman we called, uh, we had uh, over $100,000 for her two sons. She'd adopted these children. After they had been orphaned, these were children with special needs. They went to school with her son with special needs, and so she adopted two orphans. 
She now has three sons with, with special needs. But their mother knew if anything ever happened to her, they would need extra care. And she took out a life insurance policy. But they had no idea. They were 10 years old. They didn't know to claim this. And so the life insurance company made no efforts to pay them until we sent our auditors in, found that money, and did, through some simple Internet searching, were able to track down the recipients and get them their money. These are two of my many favorite stories involving unclaimed property. Uh, just, I just love these stories. So let's, I, I've got a few texts that I'm going to uh, run past you, Treasurer, but I want to, just the nitty-gritty. What do you do to go and look to see if there might be money sitting there waiting for you? Easiest way is to go to our website at iCash, that's I-C-A-S-H dot IllinoisTreasurer.gov. Uh, if you can't remember iCash, you just go to IllinoisTreasurer.gov and click on unclaimed property. We have a simple database. Put your name in there, first, last name, an address you lived at. If you have a common last name, you want to put all that information in. But if you have an uncommon last name, you just put in your last name and find property that belongs to you or maybe someone else in your family. I would also say maybe put in a business name if you have a business name, because sometimes it's in the name of the business. I think that's where I got a big chunk of money, because I think my business had an un, uh, unreturned deposit or something that I didn't even think to, to, to I didn't even know about. It. I'm a lawyer. I, you would think I would know about it. And it, there it was under my business name. Karen, thank you very much for reminding me of that. That's something that uh, we also like to remind people. We have money for individuals. We also have it for businesses. We have it for nonprofits, for churches. Uh, another great story was we, I got to go to a church on the southwest side. Two of their parishioners uh, took out life insurance policies. They lived a long life, and they outlived their children, and so they named their church as a beneficiary. But like good Christians, they didn't run and brag about it. They didn't tell everyone they did it. They thought it would be a nice surprise when they passed away. The surprise was the church never got that money until we sent our auditors in, found that money, and they spent it renovating their parking lot with local labor. Um, the church was just so very happy, and was I was thrilled to be able to honor the last wishes of those two ladies. From an 815 area code, I know I found my name on the site. I filled out the forms online, and I had my check in a week. Yay! Good job. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue our interview with uh, State Treasurer Michael Frerichs. And uh, are you, can you stay on with us for another segment? Oh, most certainly can. I love I love questions like that. <laughs> no, there's we, a lot. We made a lot of efforts to make it easier. It's great to hear. It's been it's been working. Yes, very good. Well, we'll take a break now, and we'll come back. You're listening to the Karen Conti Show with the State Treasurer on WGN. We're here with Illinois State Treasurer Michael Frerichs, and he's uh, he's running in the uh, June 28th uh, primary as a Democrat. I think you're unopposed. Is that right, Treasurer? <laughs> yes, Karen. Technically, I'm running, but there's no opposition. Uh, uh, I feel pretty confident in making it through this primary. <laughs> well, and but go out and vote for him anyway, because every vote counts. And speaking of counts, we're talking about money that's sitting in an unclaimed f- uh, funds account uh, with the treasurer's office. And we're talking a little bit about how you can go on and, and get that money if, if you have some sitting there. I have a, a woman who says, I found $8,000 from a life insurance policy. I had no clue my grandmother left me years after she died. Jan, she's very happy. She had $8,000 she didn't know she had. Um, let's... I, Here's a question that I that I got. Sorry, it wasn't clear. Uh, do does the IRS? Oh, I, I see what she's asking. She's asking if the money is taxed when you get it. So you you find the money on the website and you you apply for it. Uh, do you have to pay taxes on it? In, in most cases, no. Something like that last paycheck you didn't uh, uh, get at work. 
uh, you already paid tax on that. They, they withheld that, that money. Um, and some of these things, I guess it depends on the amount you are getting. Uh, always check with your tax professional, but in many cases, this is this comes from a refund or a rebate. It comes from uh, uh, the last property, the last uh, payroll tax you received, uh, and it's already been taxed or it's uh, not subject to tax taxation. But you should always check with your tax professional, uh, especially if it's a larger amount. Uh, my name is Mary. Question. Uh, there's a $50 for my deceased father. There was no will or an estate. I completed all the documents and notarized twice and received automated requests to move documents for more documents with no detail. So I guess the question is, Treasurer, if there's trouble in getting the money, I, I, I know that as a, as a fact that things have gotten a lot easier over the years that you've been Treasurer. But what tell me what happens when you have a problem and you can't get that money and you're getting requests for more information and you don't have it. What's your remedy? Well, what I would first say is that we try to make it easier for people to claim money. This was a common refrain I heard when I took office. We inherited a cumbersome paper-bound system in 2015, but we successfully pushed for changes in technology, efficiency, and state law to streamline the unclaimed property process. Uh, if you have that person's phone number and you want to share it off-air with my staff, we'll follow up with them. Uh, I don't know how long ago they applied. We made changes recently to state law for smaller estate claims, make it easier to get off the books. There are plenty of people who had property for a deceased parent or grandparent for $25, and they needed a copy of a death certificate, in many cases, which cost $25 or more. And so they said it made no sense to claim it. Well, this money doesn't belong to us. It belongs to someone in the state. And so we're making it easier. But we people do have to prove that it belongs to them or belongs to someone because uh, as frustrating as it can be, it's even more frustrating when we give away their money to the wrong person, to a scammer or a fraudster. So we can, we're happy to work with them if that, uh, if that caller or texter is willing to share their information with us offline. Okay, great. Well, if you're listening, um, listener, uh, let me know uh, what your phone number is, and we'll, we'll get you taken care of. Um, I have a texter from 708 who says, Recently I saw on a website that there was $32,000 in my name in my Illinois hometown. Is this likely bogus? Do you have any idea about that, or that there are websites that go through and post these things. What do you have any idea about that? Well, there's a combination there. It may be true. It may come through us. But if someone is offering to do it for a finder's fee to charge you money to get money, well, then that is a scam. We never charge in the treasurer's office. We don't intend to charge for this. Uh, so some people will go to our website, will find money for other people, and try to get a cut. Oh, okay. you, can, you can bypass that website, go directly to iCash.IllinoisTreasurer.gov, and if we have money, uh, it will be listed on there. But you know, check for um, your last name. Uh, sometimes money gets turned over to us because they have the wrong first name or they have the wrong address. Uh, so try a few different combinations before you give up on our website. We find about one in four people who visit our website. We have something for and the average amount last year was just about $1,000. So well worth your time and effort. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're sitting at work and, you know, you're not paying attention to your job, shame on you. But, you know, just exactly. <laughs> instead of going on eBay and buying something you don't need, you should just go to the Illinois Treasurer's website. And there might be something that you can use to, to buy your stuff on eBay. Um, so, or, or I encourage people, check, check for your family members. Yes, what a, a right. great story. If you go and don't find something for yourself, you can 
call that sibling you haven't talked to for a while or that first cousin since you haven't seen since that family reunion and say, I was thinking about you today on Father's Day, and I found money for you on the Illinois State Treasurer's website. It'd be a great way to reconnect and let someone know that you were thinking about them. Great. If you have comments or questions for the treasurer, he's here on Father's Day. Isn't that nice of him to do that? 312-981-7200. I'm not sure if you can answer this, but I have a texter from 708 who says, do collection agencies use GetCash site to locate people? Like she's seeming to say that if someone, uh, if you owe money to somebody, they will go on and find out where you are. Does that make any sense? Yeah, there are people who go to our website, so we limit information available from our website for scammers out there. Um, so we have a wide range of amounts of money, but we'll just list our website if it's less than $10, if it's between 10 and $100, or it's more than $100. Because what we found in around the country is if you put a large number on there, scammers will create false identities and try to claim this money. Um, but we limit the, the information out there, and people have lived a multi- variety of different address, addresses, and that's one of the reasons money gets turned over to us, because it was sent to the old wrong address. Uh, so people can try to use this, but we have tried to limit the information available uh, in, in the public, while at the same time trying to make it easier for people to claim their own money. Great. Um, and just before we take a break, and we're going to do another segment because I know people have more questions about this. And I also want to talk about some of the other programs that you're, um, uh, that my listeners would be interested in, savings programs and, and these types of retirement programs that are, are really wonderful. And I want to get that out there. But um, I want to ask, so you have, um, say, a, a parent who is deceased and you see that your dad is owed $500. How do you, if there's no like will or whatever, how, how do they, what do they have to fill out? What do they generally have to fill out? What do they have to provide to the treasurer's office to get that money? Yeah, so hopefully they left a will behind or they went through probate court. Uh, We need to make sure that it's going to the right person. The most common type of fraud we have is family members trying to claim for a relative. Now, maybe uh, they're one of several children and they try and claim it all just for themselves, or maybe they know their sibling's social security number and try to claim for themselves. Uh, So if there is no will, uh, this probate record, um, but then we can we can also try and track down if you're the sole heir. Um, but it becomes a little more difficult if they didn't do some uh, estate planning in advance. Right, right. And if everyone knows who listens to my show, you have to have an estate plan. We're talking with Illinois State Treasurer Michael Frerichs, and we're going to continue uh, after 4 o'clock. Stay tuned for the Karen Conti Show. Welcome back. We're talking to Illinois State Treasurer Michael Frerichs, and he is on the phone. Uh, Treasurer, are you down in the Urbana area? I am up in Chicago today. Oh, um, I uh, just got recently married, oh. and uh, I'm uh, spending a lot more time up in Chicago these days with my new wife. Oh, well, congratulations to you, and happy Father's Day again, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tell our listeners how to get money, and why don't we just give that information out one more time? Uh, we got a lot of texts and a lot of calls about it, and I just want to make sure everyone knows, and can you just repeat that, uh, Treasurer? Sure. Your listeners can go to IllinoisTreasurer.gov, IllinoisTreasurer, one word, dot G-O-V, and click on Unclaimed Property, then go directly there by typing I-C-A-S-H, I-C-A-S-H dot IllinoisTreasurer.gov. Let's talk about your retirement savings plan called Secure Choice. Can you tell our listeners about it and what it offers and to, to what kind of people? 
Right. Secure Choice is a mobile retirement savings vehicle that travels with the worker. So when the worker changes jobs, Secure Choice changes with them. We set up Secure Choice to combat the retirement savings crisis in Illinois and across the country. So what it is is a retirement savings tool that travels with the worker, making it easier to save, allows a worker to retire with dignity, and saves taxpayer money by reducing the need for publicly funded safety net programs. It is an auto-enroll IRA program, and the first accounts were opened in July of 2018. Today, we have over 100,000 workers saving with about over 6,000 employers who who have now saved more than $87 million. And none of this wouldn't be possible without Secure Choice. So, so how it works is like, so if your if your boss doesn't have a plan, is that what it is? And so your your employer doesn't have a plan, but this substitutes for that. Is that how it works? And money gets then deducted Great. from the paycheck and goes into this fund. Research has shown that if a person has a workplace retirement savings option, they are fifteen times more likely to be saving for their retirement. So if you, your employer has a pension or a 401k, you're significantly more likely to be saving. So we think the answer is offering workplace saving deductions for more people. And that's what Secure Choice does. If you're an employer with 25 or more employees who has been doing business for more than two years and you don't offer an option, you're required to auto-enroll your employees into Illinois Secure Choice. And what that means is a percentage of their income goes directly into their own individually managed Roth IRA. Great. I mean, if employees that, don't want to participate, they can opt out. But we find that everyone knows they need to save, and they just need a little nudge to get started. Yeah, that's. I mean, that sounds fabulous. Um, let's also talk about college savings programs. We get a lot of questions here from parents, grandparents, or even other relatives who might want to start something for a young uh, person. Because as we all know, college is extremely expensive, and I'm assuming it's not going to get yep. any cheaper. Tell us how this works and what the program is called. It is not happy to talk about this. It's a big reason why I ran for treasurer. Uh, I'm the state's chief investment officer, and I can tell you that saving for a child's college education is one of the most important investments you can make. It will pay off dividends for them throughout their lifetime. So we oversee two college savings plans, uh, Bright Start and Bright Direction. Uh, Bright Start is a direct sold plan. You can go directly to our website and open an account today. Bright Directions is our advisor-guided plan. But with each plan, we have a great story to tell. So when I came into office in 2015, we took the plans turned them inside out, and made them better. We provided more fund options. We renegotiated lower fees, cutting fees in half. And today, independent analyst Morningstar considers each to be among the best in the country. We have more than 800,000 accounts with more than $17 billion saved. Uh, when I came into office, we were at $7 billion, so well more than doubled the assets under management. I get the question all the time, what happens if the child doesn't go to college, maybe wants to go to some sort of school that's not a college, and you know, and what, what do you do all that money? Is that sacrificed? So lots of options. Um, if they don't want to go to a four-year college, it can be used at a community college. It can be used at a vocational school or a oh, tech okay. program. Mm. It can be used now for apprenticeships. So the one thing we do know is you don't, a college degree will help improve your lifetime earning capacity. Um, but you need some sort of training or certificate post high school to really get a good job. It doesn't, not college isn't for everyone, but they need some sort of skill training to get a good paying job. And if they decide none of those options are for them, the account can be transferred to a relative 
who uh, who does want to go to college. Uh, the money can sit there for another 20 years and be used for their children or your grandchildren if your children don't want to go. Um, if they go to school and get a full-ride scholarship, the amount of that scholarship can be taken out tax-free, returned to you. So people shouldn't worry about losing this money. They can always find a, another higher education-related expense for it. Or, worst-case scenario, you can take it out, pay a small penalty, and pay taxes on the growth if it's not used for a higher education expense. And I get this question all the time, too. People are worried about the state of Illinois because of the financial situation it's in. I mean, could it be that these are not secure funds, or are these very secure? I understand that concern, and these are very secure funds. The state of Illinois is not holding these funds. We work with a third-party investment manager, Union Bank and Trust, they hold this money. The state of Illinois can't sweep these funds. They can't take it. What we do is facilitate families saving for their children's education. And by doing it through Bright Start or Bright Directions, uh, there are tax benefits out there. Uh, if that money is invested, all of that growth is tax-free as long as it's used for an approved higher education expense. And up to $10,000 per individual or $20,000 per family uh, can be deducted every year off your state taxes. So it really does make sense if you want to save and prepare for your kid's future, uh, a state of Illinois managed 529 is the right way to go. Wonderful. And just one last thing quickly, um, the ABLE program, A-B-L-E. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? It is also a 529 uh, savings plan, but it's for people with a disability. So it's just like Bright Start and Bright Directions, but the instead of spending that money on higher education, you can spend it on disability-related expenses. So it's called ABLE. It stands for Achieving a Better Life Experience. And it's a way we can help individuals with disabilities save their own money for their own expenses. Right now, federal laws mandate that uh, these people can't have more than $2,000 in assets or they lose their federal benefits. That means parents are leaving their children in poverty. In some cases, they're cutting them out of their wills. But this is a way you can save in an ABLE account. You can save up to $100,000 without your child losing their federal benefits. It's going to change lives, and people can find more information out at IllinoisTreasurer.gov and click on ABLE. Michael Friedrichs, thank you so much. Our Illinois State Treasurer here spending some time on Father's Day. He's been in the office for seven years. He's up for re-election June 28th, but he's not that worried because he's unopposed. And uh, but, but I say go and vote for him anyway because you always want to vote for good people. That's my view on the world. So thank you so much, Treasurer. Karen, thank you very much. We love talking about these programs. We, uh, we help people save for themselves. We help them invest themselves. And we fight every day to get money back in people's pockets. And I appreciate you giving us opportunities to talk about some of these great programs. All right. Well, you have a great day. Thank you so much.